0: and then if you go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com, you can make a one-time donation or with a monthly subscription, you'll gain access to our bonus content. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Spirituality Adventures. I'm so glad you've joined us. This podcast, I wanted to just take some time to share with you about the History of Spirituality Adventures as a podcast, as a nonprofit organization, kind of give my overview of, you know, what I'm trying to do through Spirituality Adventures, through the podcast, kind of give you uh, an overview of the influences in my life that, that kind of guide what I'm doing now on Spirituality Adventures. And also want to really ask you to join our support team. This podcast and its future is really dependent upon people who sign up and become partners, give monthly, and we really need to to increase our monthly support. So let me just start by saying the purpose for Spirituality Adventures is to ignite spiritual growth and transformation through, and the two online things that I do regularly, through blogs, I do a weekly blog, and through podcasts. I do a weekly podcast. I've been doing a weekly blog and a weekly podcast now for two years, just a little over two years. And so um, our purpose is to ignite spiritual growth and transformation through blogs, podcasts, events. I do also in-person groups and do several of those, different types of those. And then through pastoral care, because I still pastor bunches of people who access me through email, online, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all of those ways. So I started doing Spirituality Adventures two years ago for that purpose. And one of the key components is the podcast. So for those of you who have been listening to the podcast, um, really, I, I do podcasts to just tell stories, to interview interesting people, hear their stories, learn about their spiritual journeys. One of the things I always do on my podcast with people is I ask them about their story, about their background, about their loves, about their passions, but then I also ask them about their spiritual journey and how that relates to their profession, their love, their passion, whatever it is that that I'm interviewing them on. So, over the last two years, I have interviewed faith leaders. I've, uh, I've interviewed evangelical faith leaders. I've interviewed Catholic faith leaders. I've interviewed Buddhist faith leaders. I've interviewed people that are in the recovery movement that are faith leaders. And I've interviewed uh, people from different other things like uh, Jewish and rabbi leaders and stuff like that. So. Uh, One of the aspects you're going to get on spirituality is a variety of faith leaders and their spiritual journey and what they do to make the world a better place. Another type of person I interview are CEOs, COOs, business leaders, business owners. I've interviewed a whole bunch of those people, both in Kansas City and outside Kansas City. And uh, this is just people who love what they do. Um, love the passion that they have for a particular business or industry, but I also ask them how their faith journey affects what they do in the business world. Another group of people that I've interviewed are musicians and artists. And again, I, I, I interview them about their art, their music, their painting, whatever they do artistically, but then I also ask about how their faith journey influences what they do musically or artistically, how their spirituality influences that. Another group of people that I think are very spiritual people are mental health workers. I've interviewed several mental health workers and how spirituality influences what they do. And then I've also interviewed people in the 12-step recovery world. And, you know, either people that have recovered or people that are leading organizations in the recovery world. And talk about, obviously, the spirituality of the 12-step movement, the higher power, and all of that. So, it really is story-based. I ask a lot of fascinating questions. We learn about people's histories, their journeys, their loves, their passions, but also how all of that integrates with their spiritual journey. And so, I... I even interview authors of all different kinds. I've interviewed also leaders of NGOs, uh, non-governmental organizations. And again, it's all about spirituality, people's stories, their loves, and their passions. And I think we can learn just by listening. I think there's something powerful about listening. So if you think about like like uh, a spiritual landscape of the world that we live in, you know, if you were just going to be like, Ken Burns and do a documentary on spirituality in America and around the world and how spirituality influences mental health and businesses and faith leaders and mental health workers and musicians and artists and all of that. It's kind of like that spiritual landscape of America and around the world and how spirituality influences other people. And I here's how I define spirituality. I define spirituality as connection with self others and something greater than you connection with self others and something greater than you I truly think we're all spiritual beings and so I think we all have a spiritual journey of one kind or another and so I find it fascinating to be able to influence or be able to interview people along these lines now the things that influence me and and you might be wondering why does Fred pick this person interview or this person interview well the things that have influenced me affect the people that I choose to interview. I always choose people that I'm interested in. (laughs) Like, I want to hear their story. And so I hope you love hearing their story. So for those of you who are just sporadic listeners, those of you who maybe just jump in every now and then, or those of you who listen to almost everything I do, I'm so thankful for you. Grateful for your listening, your participation. Many of you have shared. By the way, we've become... Uh, in the top 15% of podcast of podcast listeners, and of people who share our podcast. So I'm so grateful for all of our listeners, all those who share. But my influences are, number one, I think most of you know, Scripture and Jesus. I came to Jesus as a teenager. I became a follower of Jesus at 16, preached my first sermon at 17, Felt called to be a pastor and really have been a pastor ever since. I've been pastoring people for over 40 years since I was a teenager. And so Jesus and scripture are my number one influencers and still are. The second big influencer in my life is the meltdown I went through a few years ago. Now almost four years ago, right? Three or four years ago. And many of you know about that meltdown, personal crisis. I've shared that. Uh, with great detail both in my blogs and then if you've listened to the podcast you've certainly picked up on that as well. But you know in my meltdown and my darkest days in 2019 I felt like an atheist. I never said I was an atheist by the way but I'm just saying the feeling that I had in my darkest days it felt like I was an atheist and I also questioned everything that I ever believed. I literally questioned, doubted, uh, kind of in a certain sense just dumped everything out the window and then just like started again trying, well, what do I really, really believe in? In my darkest moment, what was interesting, when I felt like I was in the deepest funk, a friend of mine from the National Prayer Breakfast sent me a hard copy of Richard Rohr's book, Falling Upward. And I hadn't even been reading. I was in a pretty dark place. I'd been attending uh, a 12-step group for about two months, but I read Richard Rohr's book, and it really did get my faith off the ventilator. And then I just, I just, just started reading all of Richard Rohr's stuff, kind of devoured his work. And then um, I really started getting to know people in and around Richard Rohr, and that led me to Brian McLaren and all kinds of other people. And I've interviewed a number of these people, who have really been an influence on me in these last couple, two or three years. Um, so I, I'm really learning and growing all, all over again and uh, rereading the Gospels of Jesus and really loving it and really just every day want to give my life to God and let him lead me however he wants to lead me. Another big influence is the recovery world. I got into the 12-step recovery world over three years ago in September of 2019, and I started attending regularly. This was when my faith felt shattered, and I really grew to love the broader approach to spirituality. One of the reasons is because about 50% of the people who come to AA or or some other 12-step group, are atheist or agnostic. And a lot of those people have been hurt and wounded by the church. And so they don't want to have anything to do with the church or Bible or Jesus. It, it like triggers religious trauma in them. But what's fascinating is this broad approach to spirituality, this sort of connection with self, others, and something greater uh, gives people a foothold. It opens a door. It opens a beginning. And people begin to develop a a concept of God, a relationship with God. They begin to develop a spiritual path that uh, really flourishes and leads them not only to sobriety, but healthy living. It's fascinating. The 12 step program is thoroughly biblical. All the 12 steps are thoroughly biblical. And so uh, it's a beautiful way to present not only sobriety, but a spiritual life where we live for god where we live to serve others recovery service and and community really are huge backbones to the recovery world and i i found a spiritual home in the recovery world i love the honesty the vulnerability the transparency and the humility of the 12-step world in fact i would say this i think every church synagogue temple mosque (laughs) would be really well-served to study the 12-step world and really learn from its honesty and its vulnerability. And it's so beautiful when you sit in a circle with people who are at the bottom of life, literally like they're ready to go to prison or they're ready to lose everything or they might die. They're, They're in such dire predicament. And uh, in, the, in the AA world, we like to say, you know, their asses on fire. That's what people say. Well, when people are in that kind of situation and they come into the recovery world, you sit in a circle and just really kind of share your brokenness. But in that vulnerability and people being brutally honest about their, their most broken places in life, there's something that happens. The spirit moves Something almost magical when when human beings just drop the masks, get real, and get vulnerable and open. It's a way to heal shame. It's a way to connect with other human beings. It really leads to connection with self, others, and something greater. And so that's why I've really loved the spirituality of the recovery world. And so... Those are some of the influences that I have, and uh, I just want to remind you, because of all of that, by the way, I still, you know, love Jesus, teach the Bible, and all that kind of stuff, and I'll continue to do that the rest of my life, but because of the influence of all of that, I started Spirituality Adventures a couple of years ago. I do a weekly blog. If you're not a part of my email list, go to the website, spiritualityadventures.com, sign up, put your email in there, and sign up for my weekly blog. And that's always on some type of a spiritual topic and uh, always, I think, intriguing for people who are Jesus followers or people who aren't. People who are just in the recovery movement at large or just people who are spiritual but not religious. I write those blogs with all those people in mind. And then my podcast, really encourage you to tune in. If you like a blog, if you like a podcast, share it, like it, let people know. Uh, post it on all your social media platforms. Help us out that way. And then one of the big things that I just want to ask you to help us do, to help us to to do Spirituality Adventures through either a year-end gift, but really what I I really ask you to consider is do a monthly donation. You can go to my website, spiritualityadventures.com, and then go to the support page, slash support, And you can sign up. All these are tax-deductible gifts. This is a 501c3, just like you would give to any charity or any church group. You can give to Spirituality Adventures. It's tax deduction. You could give $25 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month, $200 a month. You can give more than that. You can give any amount you want. But I encourage you to give something. We only have a handful of monthly supporters, believe it or not. Even though we have hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of downloads, tens of thousands of downloads, we only have less than 100 monthly givers. I really need 200 or more monthly supporters to really make spirituality work well in the future, just to make it financially viable. So I would really ask you, if you're a sporadic listener or a regular listener, like remember what you're doing, if you're listening to this in a car or if you're watching this somewhere, Go to the website, make a note, make a mental note. Next time you can get to a computer, go to my website or do it on your phone. Go to the website, spiritualityadventures.com. And please sign up as a monthly supporter. You'll get special bonus content, which is really fun. And we work hard on that. But you'll also help spirituality continue into the future. We need 100 or 200 of you to sign up for monthly gifts and I know you probably think, oh, there's probably lots of people doing that. No, there's really not. Yeah, we might have maybe 60 monthly givers. We need 100, 200. We need a couple of hundred or more monthly supporters. So so this is kind of my year-end uh, appeal to everybody. We really need your support, really ask you to do so. Um, we don't. We, I mentioned this briefly at the beginning, at the end of my podcast, but otherwise we don't focus on it. But I wanted to kind of take some time just to share with you. I've got lots of fun, fascinating interviews lined up for 2023. And I hope you'll continue to be a supporter. And I hope you'll be a monthly supporter. And I hope you'll share, like, and post everything you can to your social media. And we just want to say thank you for being one of our loyal listeners and a loyal supporter. And then I just make an appeal to everybody if you're not already supporting us financially. Please start to do that. We've got enough listeners. We're already in the top 15%. There's like a million podcasts and we're already in the top 15% of podcasts. But now we need to really make it financially viable. So please be a part of that. And uh, you can also make year-end donations. We'd greatly appreciate that. And uh, next week, we'll be back to our normal routine of interviewing people. Almost all my podcasts are interviews. This is just a a unique one-off. We got to let people know uh, about the financial support that we need to make this thing happen. And so that's it. Thank you. And all of the Advent candles here, we're in Advent season. I'm doing an Advent series on Facebook live. So I'm doing that every week. So if you haven't caught that, you can jump over there and catch that. I'll be doing that all the way up till Christmas day. And, uh, I want to wish you a happy, merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa season, and uh, may God bless you and thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time at Spirituality Adventures. Take care. This concludes today's episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember to like, share, or subscribe to the social media platform that you're using, and then go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com, and make a one-time donation, or you can subscribe monthly and receive our special bonus content. Thanks so much.